0: Welcome to the Divine Style Podcast with Jalinda
1: Stella, personal stylist and self love coach, and Alison Maiden, psychic medium, spiritual healer, and metaphysical teacher. Each episode, you'll experience spiritual
0: lessons to cultivate self love and self expression so you can become the best version of you.
2: Hello, I'm Jalinda. And I'm Alison. Today we are talking all about blocks. I've noticed uh, people that I've been seeing lately and even for myself, it's often something that I've spoken about where you feel blocked. It's like that incapacity to move forward and you feel like maybe something's getting in your way or something hasn't been cleared. And as I was, I was walking literally through a car park and I thought to myself there's no actual block, you're the block <laughs> in my head. And I'm like, yes. okay, knowing I'm the block. So uh, I'm like, well, how do I, how do I clear myself? <laughs> um, but I think that that's the most interesting thing that um, sometimes we can't necessarily clear our blo- blocks ourselves. No. Um, and today we have a very special guest and <laughs> I don't know how block free this guest is <laughs> oh very i can assure you <laughs> we'd like to welcome james hi <laughs> is this your first ever podcast interview
1: uh pretty much
2: fabulous i think you've got a good good voice and and you've actually people say good face for radio but you're a very handsome boy Oh, yes. so. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> so really you should be on tv
1: uh, I don't know about that. We're
2: planning on that one, but that's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, James has been doing healings now for quite some time. Uh, he's a Reiki, Seishem and Karuna master and healer uh, and is an expert at extracting blocks out of people. So, When they
1: want them extracted.
0: <laughs> yes, which is probably a really good place to start, actually. Um, so when um, you're doing healings on people, James, uh, and you feel that, Block when you actually energetically feel the block. Can you explain to us a little bit more about how that appears to you as a healer?
1: Um, Well, when I'm doing a healing, I'll be able to connect with the person and I will feel their block as a physical pain in my own body. Mm. And often I'll see it as, it's sort of like a slug, (laughs) if the slug was you know negative and full of bad juju then yeah and it's it's just a simple matter of pulling it out but the the main problem that comes with doing or uh, well, extracting blocks from people is their own ability to be able to let go of that block
2: mm. what people, are some reasons oh, that people would hold on to a block
1: uh any number of reasons really it could be a comfort thing it could be an addiction Um, it's comforting to be able to sit in a depressive state it's comforting to be able to sit with an emotion uh, and not deal with the actual problem because oh my god that's just too much work
2: well and it would be familiar yeah. And people don't necessarily yeah. like change. No, well, that's which right. Which we've spoken about.
0: Yeah, we've spoken about that before. And I think a lot of the people, um, when they think about it, you know, James is right. People don't like change because of the unknown, the fear of the unknown. And what's going to happen to me if I let this go? It's been sitting there for so long. You've been used to that feeling for so long. If it's not there, what then?
1: Yeah, that's it's all part of like a safety net when it comes to starting your, I guess, your healing journey letting go of things, it's scary. But it's it's almost like when you start your journey, when you take that initial step, everything else becomes so much easier. Hmm. And you'll be able to teach yourself how to let go of things, and then gradually you build up to letting go of the big things. And then the small things don't matter as much so, you know, if someone moves your coffee cup and you don't have a massive breakdown, you're just like, oh, where's my coffee cup gone? And you look for it and you find it. You're like, wow, look at that. Whereas <laughs> in the
2: past, you might blame someone and get really angry instead. Exactly. What's a common thing as a healer that you find people... Is there a common block that you can think of that a lot of people have?
1: Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, everyone is scared. Everyone is so scared of either facing themselves, facing the issue... Most of the time, the issue is themselves. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sounds harsh, but true. Well, yeah. I Like I said, I'm the block. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's that realisation thing, isn't yeah. it? <laughs>
1: yeah. Sometimes you've got to be cruel to be kind. That's what my uh, primary school teacher used to tell me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> is there a block there? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so when people are scared it's it's good to have that nice, soft, guiding hand, but a lot of the time you need to be firm. You need to be able to tell them exactly what it is that they need to do and have them come to the conclusion themselves about when they're ready to release it. Otherwise we could do as much work on it as they like and the problems are gonna go away because they're not ready to let go of it. Mm. So when they're ready and we can do the work and sit down Grind through it, then they can move through it and become the best version of themselves because they've learnt what it means to carry it, what it means to let go of it, so that it doesn't come back.
0: Mm, That's great. We actually had a lovely lady, and we did Reiki 2 yesterday, and we had a lovely lady in the workshop. And when she first um, came to us in Reiki level one, she had a high level of anxiety. um, And even sitting there, she was shaking um, visibly. And um, this time around she came in and she sat down and I'm looking at her and I'm thinking there's something really different about you she was calm she was sitting there so calmly and I actually brought up and I said wow you look so great you look so at peace and she said since I had the attunement I have just felt so at peace I haven't had the anxiety I feel great so you know when we're talking about actual healing Reiki, as we know, is one of the great modalities that we use for healing, and James uses that in his healings. Um, We can, as healers, give people um, wonderful feelings of peace and love and that release, if you like, for the moment while they're with us, while they're getting the healing. They feel amazing. They get off the table. They feel great. They walk out like light as air, and they say, I feel so terrific, and then they go home, to their normal life (laughs) and then they allow all of these things to come back on top of them because what they're doing is they're almost sort of just sort of taking the surface layer off when they're having the healing for an hour but to actually get to the bottom of the problem of where all the stress is coming from and actually face the fact that they might have to change their lifestyle they might have to change people that are around them Or get away from negativity or make those really important changes that's what we're talking about about you know realizing where the blocks are coming from and letting go because a lot of people say well i can't change my job you know i have to have a job i can't do this i can't do that
2: and they're putting up those blocks themselves i think that's such an important thing the words that we use so when when you're using words such as i have to i need to or i must they those words are definitely blocking words because Mm. you're not that's not a process of allowing. That's not saying that we have a choice in every single moment of every single day with our free will. So having the, the, yeah, the must, the need and the have tos, removing those from your vocabulary are amazing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it, also it's important to remember that we have choice. You know, there's free will. We're allowed to have that choice. If we're not ready, as James was saying, if you're not ready to let go of it, gentle healings, and having them more regularly will gradually get you more and more um, in trust with the universe and in trust with yourself so that you can know that's okay to let go of little bits and it's okay to change things. And and yeah, I mean, there's been so many people come through our courses. Well, yourself included, I have to say. That oh, definitely. You've just been through a massive shift in yourself. And I'm very proud of you <laughs> in the way that you're doing things now and reading for people and you're doing such a great job and... You know, connecting into who you truly are. You know, you're already a creative person. You've already got a, a fabulous business that's very successful, but now you're finding another aspect of yourself that can help people feel good about themselves by healing the grief and healing things that might have been a long term on a long standing issue for them. And so, you know, healing comes in lots of different ways and and through lots of different modalities. I mean, Reiki and energy healing is just one thing. Um, Mediumship is another form of healing, being able to connect people. James is also a medium. Um, But when we are um, doing all of this work, I mean, we're just conduits for the divine source. We are here um, in service of that so that we can help people to open up to the truth about what's happening.
2: That's so that. true. And I think the other thing is too when we put ourselves in boxes. So as a stylist I've been doing it for so long to move from that particular field then into another field. Like you say, it's still similar in a way because I'm still helping others but it's from a different vantage point I guess because it is that, you know, that channeling and being that conduit and it it's a very gentle energy and it doesn't I think we've spoken about this before when you mm. think of something's going to be one way and then it's another but I've had to overcome so many blocks and so much fear associated with doing that, something that is really outside of the scope of what I've always known mm. and I know for like some of my I've lost followers I've had family members um, not be very happy with me around this kind of stuff because they don't understand it Yes. Um, but I've had some incredible support as well um, but yeah, I noticed like I had a he- whole heap of followers drop off and I'm so grateful for the people around me that just say, you know, things change, relationships change and you're better off having people that are around you that are going to support you through all of this. Um, and when it comes to, I guess, energy at work as well, and I'm sure we've got some people that are listening to our podcast that, do, that have gone through the courses and have done Reiki <laughs> yeah. with you um, or are interested in energy healing, I think it's important to know that, we need to do our own healing as well, and I know that mm-hmm. I've, you know, every day I meditate, every day I do a chakra clear, but that's not always enough either, is it?
0: No, no, and yet uh, you also find too that stuff that might have worked for you a few years ago, um, you've sort of outgrown as well. Um, and uh, what I find is that I I work in, as you know, working pretty hard these days, um, don't have a lot of downtime so meditation etc is just a way for me to sort of um, escape for five minutes and get my mind clear but the energy around me sometimes does get a little bit clogged up because I'm taking on a lot of people's energies as I'm tuning into them I'm tuning into their loved ones Um, part of my gift is um, being able to feel the pain that someone passed with Um, that is some people probably wouldn't call that a gift, really. It's an ability, I suppose. Um, but that is something that is very real to my body. I can feel that as intensely as what they did. So um, there's residue. that We call it residue. So after they've made contact with me and I've validated with their loved one, yes, they did have a heart attack or, yes, they did have brain cancer or there was something else that was happening to their body at the time. Um, I need to be able to get rid of that residue after a show Um, now normally I'll have a healer with me and John Kenny is a wonderful healer who I love to bits I've known him for over 30 years he's brilliant in fact I just flew him to Sydney to help me with my big show there because uh, I was in need of a healing when I got there and I knew full well that I wouldn't give my best unless I I had that, that healing done. So John flew over and, and helped me out. When I'm here, James is amazing. He He's the one that gives my healings up here. Um, he has a very... Uh, Gentle but quite intense energy uh, (laughs) and gets to the point very quickly. I think he inherited that from someone, I'm not sure who. (laughs) Uh, And uh, he's incredibly uh, gifted when it comes to energy healing. I mean, probably one of the best I've ever uh, experienced. And I say that even though he's a relative, I say that quite openly and truthfully. you need to be able to have that help doesn't matter what level you're moving at you know everybody needs to have help we all should be helping each other we all should be healing each other clearing each other making sure that we're okay you know, if you had a broken leg, I'd make sure I helped you. Oh, I'm not going to go. Oh, you can do that yourself.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it isn't. It, it's an interesting point you bring up because I think um, you know, a lot of people are empathic, and so they do feel other people's uh, wounds and sores. I know, but in the past, I'm connected to my sister, and I've been able. She's had blurred vision, and I've had blurred vision because I've just tuned into her. Um, and I do get a similar thing. Well, uh, when I'm doing readings as well. So there was a gentleman who had a heart attack, and it literally felt like I was having a heart attack for a full half an hour he just mm. he was really coming in that strongly and I'm curious about the residue that you yeah. were speaking about so if you're picking up um, people empathically yeah. like friends or something it's obviously then it's not even your emotion so no. can you carry that for a long period of time
1: oh yeah mm. yeah and it builds
0: up and causes blocks. <laughs> and causes
1: blocks. There you go. So sometimes yeah. it's
2: actually not necessarily your own, but you are still holding on to it for somebody else.
1: Yeah. Well, as humans, we hold on to emotions because that's like a driving force. We don't have many people who are able just to let go of emotions and be completely emotionless. We have people who use their emotions to drive them. We have people who are angry and think, I need to prove myself, and so I'm going to use my anger to be my motivation to prove myself to everyone.
2: Like people using their guilt to stop them doing things. It doesn't actually work that way. (laughs) No. No, this isn't a movie. You cannot use your emotions to drive you.
1: It's when it comes to residue and being an empath, the best thing to do is learn to just let go, learn to be able to Separate yourself from your own emotions. Because I know being a teenager and going and a through... Boy. And <laughs> a boy. yes. Going through high school, being an empath, it sucked. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the worst. I walk into class and I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling angry. And before, I was feeling fairly happy. And, and it's like, okay, who who is sad? And there's a girl crying in the corner. Someone's just broken up with their partner or whatever happened, some disturbance at home and there's a poor empath crying because their friend's crying and then I feel like crying but I'm a guy so I don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> We're just stone blocks of emotionless.
0: <laughs> but, you know, I think it's really hard at this point. It's good to mention that some of the kids that are coming through now are born with natural gifts of of being empathic and also having, um, you know, these sensibilities that james is talking about they're finding it terribly difficult to go to school
2: yes because they are picking up on the emotion i mean the anxiety of children these days is quite high yeah compare it like comparatively to when i was growing up yeah that is a really good point kids are much more able to pick up on all these subtle energies and it might not be their own no and a lot of the time it's not what are some ways uh, parents might be able to help their children if they're going through these sorts of anxieties and maybe picking up other people's
1: emotions well as a child um i would say the best thing to do is to separate yourself from those negative emotions to separate yourself from those negative people like okay full transparency if any kids are listening i understand drama is great it's so much fun It's so much fun to be around, to watch other people in drama, but then it sucks when you've got the drama.
2: (laughs) This goes for adults too, by the way. Yeah, don't worry. Adults love drama.
1: (laughs) But you need to be able to separate it because if you go home and you're still carrying those emotions, it's going to just affect everyone around you. And even if you cannot express it, you cannot verbally say, I am feeling this way. I do not know why. I was surrounded by other people feeling this way. And then you have, you know, your empath friend go, oh, well, you're an empath. It's what you do. If you don't have those types of people around you, it's going to be really hard to express why you're feeling a certain way. Mm. So if you're able to separate your emotions and think about it logically, take a step back and go, all right, so this is how things happened. This is how this person is feeling this is how I am feeling. Maybe I am picking up on that. Mm. And as a parent, it would probably be a good thing to listen, because it's one thing to be able to tell a kid, you are not really feeling this, it is just puberty. (laughs) Or, you know, it's just mood swings, whatever, just get over it. But to actually truly listen, it could lead them to find a deeper meaning to why they are feeling a certain way and help them in the future to assess why they are feeling a way when they are around a certain person rather than just blame it on i'm having a mood swing
0: people don't realize that when someone is is an empath or has that ability um that they are going to feel things so much more and it's not even a, a, a dramatic thing and i understand that you know teenagers just do love the drama get that um but for particular kids um, this is very real to them uh, you know and being around negativity and particularly at the house, in the household angry parents and then go into the school angry kids um, and then go back home again and they have no respite they have nowhere they can just go to be quiet you know um, things like crystals can help with these children it can help to alleviate some of their anxiety that goes around with this um, crystals like amethyst Um, citrine which is a wonderful one for the solar plexus if they're very empathic Um, anything they're drawn to is great you know take them into a crystal shop allow them to go through themselves and choose things that they want to pick up they want to be drawn to kids as young as seven eight years old maybe even younger now are experiencing these things and it can be very very difficult we're currently working on a reiki workshop for children Um, and James and I will both be uh, well, I'll be running it and with James initially and then he's going to be taking over because, you know, not eight days in a week for me. <laughs> but I feel like it's very necessary now to be able to help children with using other modalities as well, especially the very, very sensitive ones. To be able to understand where things are coming from is just going to be a huge
2: thing for both them and their parents. I think it would be amazing. And I think, James, you also brought up a really good point that just listening of whether this is to your children or to a friend, sometimes just that process of being able to talk something out is so powerful to clear a block because often you can figure it out yourself just by being able to express without somebody interrupting or judging you if you've got a really beautiful, confident, um, you know, confidant person that you can go to and Mm -hmm. express yourself that can be a really wonderful way to clear blocks and for children as well just to be able to say hey I'm feeling like this and I don't know why yeah look clearing
0: blocks is is a number of different ways of doing things but start off by talking to people that are like-minded and and love you and understand you um And having those types of friends around you is a must, you know, if you're surrounded by negative people who don't believe in what you're believing in or not doing, you know, and it could be anything in your life, not necessarily a spiritual path, but anything that's always going to bring you down anyway. You know, you want to be around positive people. If the person is is continually putting you down, continually making problems for you, then maybe they're not your type of people. And it's something that's hard to realize, but then it's a must, I think, for our own self-preservation in order to move past that. And the other thing is, you know, seek help when you need it. Ask for help. A lot of people find it very difficult to ask for help because they feel that if they do that, they're somehow weak. And I think that comes back to conditioning and, and things like that. But really, asking for help is is showing strength, I believe. It really is. Yeah. You know, and being able to go to somebody who is well-trained and knows what they're doing and that can understand that maybe it's the subtle things. I think I was telling you earlier about a weird dream I had you know we talked about dreams before spirit don't talk in a straight way they're cryptic they're cryptic because they can't interfere with our path they're not allowed to they're not allowed to interfere with our free will but they can give us cryptic clues sometimes to help us along the way so your dreams will be a bit crazy sometimes but they all have meaning Um, so following your intuition is another really good way because if somebody's got a block and it's being very difficult to shift you're not going to be able to see anybody in a hurry because of, you know, financial restraints or or perhaps sometimes it's just time and space, you know, like not being able to get there because of distance. Then, um, you know, following your intuition on how to clear those blocks can be sometimes your greatest tool. Letting your dreams come in, allowing for those messages to come in, and meditation. Yeah, I mean that's a given anyway, isn't it?
2: And we do, and we have all this within ourselves. I think something that you just brought up then too is actually being quite discerning around the healers that you do go to. Yes, I know that I've been to lots of different types of healings and and um, spiritual groups and and things like that, um, and knowing that those people know what they're doing and protecting the space mm. because I have felt vulnerable before and not felt safe. And if you're getting those sorts of feelings, don't be afraid afraid. afraid to walk out because it's it might not be right for you so really trust your intuition when it comes to who you go to for healings as well
0: yeah absolutely um and and not putting any healers down out there we're just what we're just saying is and as they would know uh, certain vibrations are right for some people and not for others yeah like who Uh, you're
2: going to resonate with i think that's really important and i i can recommend james he's an awesome healer (laughs) (laughs) he is a very good healer
0: definitely so we hope that everyone got something out of this today thank you james for joining us Thanks for listening to the Divine Style Podcast. Please follow, share and tune in weekly for more spiritual and self-love guidance. You can find out more and ask questions at jelinda.com.au and alisonmaiden.com.